Hey, hey, this is your boy Fonzo again. And today's topic will be communicating your needs. That's today's topic on the clinic, communicating your needs, because that's important. You know, and I think this topic uh, came about because like there's this this difference between men and women and it's a type of like a, a black hole, so to speak. There is a missing area. It's the gray spot. It's what what the man is not seeing and the woman is not seeing. And it's causing a lot of friction. And what that is, is, you know, in fact, this topic came up because I'm talking to like five or six different guys. They're all saying the same thing. And then the women are all saying the same thing. The guys saying stuff like, man, I just want peace when I get home. I just want some peace. And they keep using that word peace. I just want peace. And then the woman is usually saying stuff like, it's just a lack of accountability. It's a lack of accountability. And so there's this gray area where the woman feels like, you know, I'm not even going to entertain the subject of peace because there's been just so much lack in the area of accountability. And then for the guy, it's been like, I'm not even going to entertain the subject of accountability because like, she don't care about me. She does not care about my peace. And for the man and the woman, the idea is home should be a place of peace. Home should be a sanctuary. But that's not always the case. And, and so like in these five instances, I asked a guy, I can think of a few of them specifically. So one guy says, man, I got some off days because I'm like, what you doing? I got some off days, but man, I ain't taking my PTO. Like, Why not? Because my lady's still there. Oh, yeah, perfect time, right? So you can go spend some time with your girl. Nah, heck no. Nah, I'm not spending my hard-earned PTO because what has happened every single time is either it's an argument or it's a whole lot of stuff that I, I didn't intend to do on my day off. I work all the time, and then on my day off, I don't want to come home and work some more. That's not what I intended to do with my time. Unless that's what I choose to do. But I don't want to like be made to do that. And so, you know, that's what he's saying. Um, next person is like, okay, well, I don't want to use my PTO because it's never uh, uh, it's never cheap. I'm always broke. I come out broker, more broke on the other side of me taking an off day. Like, well, what do you mean by that, man? What do you what do you mean? So he says. Well, I can take myself to lunch five days out of the week and I never have to spend too much more than $20, $20 or whatever. I take my spouse or my mate out one time and it's 56, 60, 76, 80, just at a basic restaurant. So no matter what I do, I'm not ha uh, happy. I'm more, I'm more depressed after I get off because that's not something I planned for. Now, if I plan to spend money, if I budget to spend money, then I feel good. But she don't think about how like that messes with my mind as a provider. It messes with my mind as far as like uh, personal desires. And I feel like I've squandered it away. I feel like I've been a bad steward of, of the money because somehow she's talked me into like eating out. And, you know, and so it's like all type of voids. You know, for her, she's like, well, I just want some quality time. I'm like, well, we didn't have to spend quality money to get that quality time. And so basically, that's been some of the conversation. So there's multiple stories like that, which I know uh, guys can relate to, because like I said, I keep hearing the same thing from guys 
and the same thing from the ladies, which is like, man, um, he should want to spend time with me, you know, and, and I wouldn't have to like hoard his time if he would manage it better. He's just not that accountable in the first place. And so it's almost like two, two opposing conversations, you know, and, and today's topic is, I don't know if we're going to go so much onto the side of accountability because that is something that's real. Uh, but this one is really, I'm going to say geared around being, men being able to communicate their needs a little bit better because the truth of the matter is women often do communicate their needs. They do plan pretty good and they let you know what's happening in June of next year, what, what they want to see happen. You know, so they actually say the vision and they, they like they get it, they speak it and they tell you. And so, like, for, for you guys, if you are not going to get the vision and then communicate the vision, like, some of that's on you, you know. But we'll get in, into that a, a little bit more. We'll get into this idea of having peace at home when you get there, you know, that being the ideal thing. And and how do you communicate that uh, to your mate? And so um, today, it'll be a little bit more than just me. I got a special guest coming on, uh, Mr. Cali, Lieutenant Cali. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. But for right now, I'm going to go to interlude and we'll be back. All right. Welcome back to the clinic. You know, we've been we've been talking about men needing to communicate their needs. We feel like women are able to do that. They've been doing it, even if it's confusing to us at times. Sometimes we just simply do not communicate our needs or either there are barriers to it. And so anyway, welcome to the house. Uh, please introduce yourself, sir. All right. My name is Citrus Ivy, but I go by Coach Citrus on IG and Lieutenant Cali on, on YouTube. So you guys can check me out there straight from Dyersburg, Tennessee, land of the Golden Trojans. All right. So so now in this conversation with men being able to communicate their needs and just trying to, you know, get beyond this frustration of of like one of those needs was peace. You men want peace when they get home. And so that was a couple of examples that I, that I used. And so I guess, I guess to maybe warm us up a little bit, can you think of any time uh, in your own life where that was what you were looking for as well? Uh, and, and, you know, any stories about that, just wanting to come home to some peace and, and what that, you know, what that means to you? What is peace to you? I know it's different for different guys. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, when I think of peace, I think of calm, C-A-L-M. I know I got a country accent, so bear with me. <laughs> but I think of calm. So when I come home from a long day at work, man, I just want to chill out. You know what I'm saying? Because for guys, as a provider, you know, it's, it's so many things that, that are already going through my mind from work, things dealing with work, and then things of just being a man as far as meeting the next need of my house. So I'm constantly thinking about that, thinking about how to get to the next level. And all this information is constantly coming at me all day. When I when I think of home, I that's peace. I, I need calm. I don't 
I don't want to have to worry about fixing nothing. I don't want to have to worry about solving this problem. Just, you know, just let me sit back and just, if, if only for 30 minutes, just let me sit back and chill. And if I fall asleep, I fall asleep. I just don't come to me with, with a, a lot more issues, a lot more fires to put out because I've been putting out fires all day. So, you know, I guess, yeah, when I think of it, I think of calm, just serene, just like, oh, you ever have been up on your feet all day and then when you finally get a chance to sit down, it feels like you sigh, your body sigh, your feet sigh, everything, your mind just like, oh, I needed that. <laughs> so, but really, it sounds like you're saying after you've had a hard day's work, uh, one thing that's actually a critical need for you is the need to be able to decompress or wipe that day off or, or transition from one place to the next to be able to get that day off of you and then, I guess, usher yourself into wherever you need to be or however, whatever it takes for you to be right. present. Right, right. Exactly. Absolutely. 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 Because if you don't get that time, as you said, to decompress, then it's like, you know, it's just adding more on to, you know, whatever you were already carrying when you walked in the house in the first place. So now you're already carrying all this pressure or this, you know, stuff from from your day at work. And now here comes, you know, especially if you, you know, married with children, you know what I'm saying? And the kids got all these activities. And I'm sure that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother smorgasbord of topics right there. But... Mm -hmm. When you start adding all that on top of an already busy day, and a lot of times it doesn't necessarily have to be stress. It can just be being busy. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes just busyness. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, um, I think like this conversation is transferable to multiple relationships. And so not only are we talking to, you know, to married people, we're talking to people who've just been in long-term uh, relationships with their significant others sure. is, is they go through similar issues. And so for you being someone who's been in a committed relationship for uh, well over a decade, has it been two decades at this point? Two decades. Yeah. 21 years. Okay. So 21 so for, years for sure during the two decades and at least a year. And that's a minimum, you know, most of us, we, uh, we have extra years to go with that. Like, well, we dated for seven years. Right, <laughs> right, right, like right, right. Well, yeah, but, I, I'm just talking about marriage, yeah. <laughs> so for, like, in all that time, I know that, you know, you try to communicate these things. But, you know, before I get to how have you been able to communicate it, because, like, it's, it's clear that you're saying it is a need. I, I need to decompress. Like, and I know my family has needs, their needs is for me to be present. So they don't want me to be a zombie when I get home because, like, you need to quit that job if you're just going to be useless to us when you get here. Mm -hmm. But you're saying I need some type of decompression or something that helps me transition into being able to be present, and my family doesn't always understand that. Uh, and so, you know, part of the, the where I'm going with it is how have you, what have you tried to communicate that over the years? Um, well, so yeah, I, I, as a matter of fact, that's, 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 that's a good, a good point. So I have, or a good question. So I have tried it and sometimes it's effective, sometimes it's not. 
Um, so one of the things that I have to learn to do is to be conscious of how I try to communicate that. So if I come in frustrated and if I'm met at the door with, all right, well, we got to run here. We got to go right back out. And I haven't even had a chance to put my bags down yet. Or we got to go do this. Then it can come off as frustrating. So, you know, trying to communicate that, um, just trying to get the opportunity to, man, find a way to effectively be like, hey, I'm kind of tired right now. Give me a few minutes. And it's easier said than done, mm-hmm. because like I said, if if once you if 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 I walk in the door, and it's full speed ahead going right back out the door, then that can be that can be frustrating, especially if I'd have had a bad day. But once again, and this can go into a whole nother direction on on this. But sometimes, as men, you know, it's kind of like. Well, I have to carry this weight. I have to carry this burden. And I don't want them to, you know, I don't want to feel like me being tired or need to get a rest as a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like we were taught as as young boys, like you men, suck it up. You know, it's always suck it up. You know, you, you be strong, be a, be a big boy, you yeah. know. And, you know, sometimes shoot, the big boy need to sit down and be a cry boy. Like, dude, hold on now. Wait a minute. <laughs> Give yeah. me a rest because what what'll happen is, you know, I, who was a mystical said pressure bust pipes. I mean, I know mm-hmm. I'm sure other people. But I just remember mystical saying that <laughs> as a rapper, pressure bust pipes. <laughs> so, you know, it, it it can get to a boiling point to where it starts rolling over and it's affecting other areas of your life if you don't communicate it. And so the key is, all right, I don't want to sound weak, but at the same time, I need to let y'all know. Hey, man, just get that a second. Give me a second, babe. You know, hold on, chill out. Or can y'all, do I have to go? Do you need me to go with you? I just walked in the house. Right. So so it sounds like at least one of the barriers um, has been uh, that there's a battle going on. At least two two elements there I heard was uh, there's that battle, which, you know, today people would call it toxic masculinity or you know, uh, even if we don't use the term tox- toxic masculinity, we might say that there is a perceived idea of my role. It may or may not be true. And, and women have this too, because there's, mm-hmm. you know, I'm supposed to be a good wife. I'm supposed to be a good mother. I ain't even cleaning. I ain't even, you know. I've heard 31 women. Right. <laughs> so, so just things that messes with your femininity. But in this case, we're talking about things that mess with, with your masculinity, mm-hmm. you know, like your ability to provide and, and be a steward of things. And so, so basically, I'm battling with with a role that I believe that I'm supposed to 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 have, and I'm not supposed to cry about it. I'm supposed to suck it up, even though I've been teed off and deflated, then got talked bad about it at work. I don't feel good. I really don't even like the job anymore. It ain't paying me that much. But if I start saying something, then I'm going to be perceived as a whiner, mm-hmm. and I, I'm supposed to be walking in, in my big boy pants. Or as they say, you know, from from our hometown, in your in your big boy britches, mm. you know. <laughs> so, uh, britches. You try looking that word up. Google it. Britches, <laughs> pants. But so so that's at least one component that that we would have to battle with, mm-hmm. like this idea of I can't, you know, let them see me sweat. Never let them see you sweat. It's my job. I I I, I got to do this. I'm going to come off as weak no good, a useless man, if if I complain about it. I'm just going to mm-hmm. be a complainer. So that's one component. But the other component is um, 
man, what was it? Uh, it? It was something critical, but at least I I would say there is the idea of if I do communicate it to him or I try to communicate it, you use, you use the words easier said than done. If I try to communicate it, perhaps, you know, they're, they're going to be offended or either, you know, I come in and, and, and I don't give them the response that they want. Maybe that's going to be a bad day for me <clears throat> after, you know, whether it's my kids or my wife or whatever, if they take that the wrong way. So I got to do it delicately. So now I got to be the manager of all things, my life in the day and their responses. Yeah. Which is a lot when you're trying to manage other people's responses, which we really can't. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and man, that's, that's so true because it, it, it's, I, and I know I'm just speaking from my personal experiences and, and from me and in general, I'm sure a lot of other guys can relate to this. It's like when you, when you talk about for me with kids, so I got four kids. And so it's, it's like, I want them to experience the, you know, the parenting differently than what I experienced it when I was coming up. So if they, if it's something they need, I want them to know that I'm there for them. And for me, what that looks like is, and now I'm learning it as I get older, that it doesn't necessarily mean this, what I'm about to say. But for me, it means that almost like you're a yes man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, dad will get it for me. You know, oh, don't worry. Dad's got my back. And if that means, okay, well, when I get home, I got to run you here. I got to go take take you here. I got to go, you know, pick that up for you. I got to go do this for you. You know, no matter how tired I am, I'm supposed to be the guy that can handle it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, a lot of men's groups, and I heard and I got this from uh, uh, from T.D. Jakes a long time ago. Who does Superman call on when he's tired? And you say, well, Superman don't get tired. Well, if you bring some kryptonite into the picture, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, And so for a lot of us that we might seem like we have it all together, but that kryptonite might be a stressful day at work. Like I said, pressure bust pipes. So after so much, and when you come home and you're expecting to have a peaceful environment, but you come home to whether it's chaos whether it's another fire you got to put out, problems at home, or whether it's just the family wanting to have that quality time, which is important, you know, and you don't really get that time to unwind, then it's kind of like, man, you know, there's, what was the word you used? Decompress, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't get that chance to decompress. Well, now that can be a, a, that can be the kryptonite that causes a very stressful situation at home. And now it's like, man, you wind up making an emotional decision that you have to go back later and apologize for. Right, right. Like, man, I didn't mean to snap on y'all. I was wrong for that. Because I've had to do that before, you know. So it's it's kind of like, I guess the conundrum is where is the where is the, the line? Where is the balance? Where does the balance come into play? Yeah. And is it always for the man to have to carry the weight and try to find the balance? Or can we expect our children or, or, or our significant others or you know if you just it's just you and your and your and your significant other you d- can you expect them to do that which comes up to another left field topic which kind of umbrellas in all this mm-hmm. communication yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying because the the biggest i believe the biggest form of disappointment is unmet expectations well have you commit communicated 
This is what I expect when I get home. You know. Yeah. Well, just to piggyback off the whole that that Superman thing, <laughs> you know, uh, who who does Superman go to when he needs a shoulder to lean on? You know, mm-hmm. when he needs help and he needs somebody to cry to. Uh, I think, you know, in reality, it, and it, it's a side note, but not a side note. It's kind of like, let's just say, fast forward ahead to say, well, shoot, what can we do until we can do what we really supposed to do? In mm. other words, the men need some type of coping nugget or coping strategy. So this is like one of those pause in, in, the, in the, the, the podcast moment to say, here's one of these nuggets. I think for the guys that are surviving out here, Cause you survive until you can thrive. But for mm-hmm. the guys who are surviving in, in long-term relationships and as such to piggyback off the Superman thing, Superman doesn't go to, you know, I'm sure somebody who's good at comics can be like, well, he can depend on Wonder Woman, you know, or something <laughs> like that. You know, Batman's always come through for him. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you know, you look at the Superman movies or some of the Superman comics, Superman, when he gets in trouble, if he can make it, he goes to the sun. Mm. And so, you know, the key there is the sun is the source of his power. So as long as he can make it to the yellow sun, if he gets up there, he could have been hit with a nuclear bomb, but if he can just get up there by the sun, it's going to rejuvenate everything. So how that translates to us guys is, you got to understand what the source of your power is, what the source that makes you strong. And so I don't know if that's the Bible for you, if it's a good Sunday service, if it's your brother, if it's, you know, your homeboy, mm-hmm. if it's exercise, like whatever it is you get into that energizes you and adds deposits to you, you got to be able to stay connected to your source because that may be the only thing you have, you know, because there's a lot of guys out there hopeless. There's other there's dudes that's then either committed suicide or homicide. Like they have broken. Yeah. I think just today I read a 63 year old man. Um, he called the police to say, you know, come get me, because uh, he had killed the 63 year old woman or whatever, right. or, or of a similar similar age. So I'm mm-hmm. like, man, it's two old people. He got he snapped after all these years. After all these years, he didn't beat her to death. He I think it said he stabbed her 23 times. You know, hey, uh, trigger alert. You know, hey, trigger warning. I didn't, I didn't tell you I, that was coming. But, you know, you got to stay connected to your source, guys. And, mm-hmm. and so that's, that's a, a big thing. And so that's the side note. But just to kind of bring this, this back home. So as he's saying, he's saying like, okay, what do I do? Because... If I don't have anybody I can go go to, and what if it just ain't my day? I'm not connected to my source. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not in the spirit. I'm in my flesh. I want to beat somebody or just run away. Mm-hmm. What if that's the case? Do I put it back on my family and let them have the responsibility to figure out what's up with me? Because really just adding a voice for the women, like that other side, mm-hmm. I know if I had a woman here, you know, whether that's, that's Kelsea, whether that's, that's uh, um, ladies I know from work or, or our sisters mm-hmm. or just like any, any, the woman voice is likely going to say, again, is it our responsibility to do that? Because from on our end, our perspective is, Work has had you five, six days a week, which is why we come to therapy saying he works too much. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't really talking about why he works too much because it might be financial reasons. It might not. Right. You know, I started the podcast off with, I ain't taking no vacation days. <laughs> she there. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. That? You know, it's a sanctuary. It, it is my peace. Mm-hmm. Work has become my peace while home has become my hell. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the thing is, this lady or these ladies still want to know, though, but man, why, why you didn't tell her? Why did you even let it get to that? Was it my responsibility to figure that out all this time? Is, is it not fair to us to that, that work had you five, six, seven days a week? We can't have you a little bit of time. You could have communicated with us. So it brings it all the way back full circle yeah. to whose, whose responsibility is it? I think we know, but whose responsibility is it to be able to communicate uh, to them? Man. That this is a need. Yeah, I... Um... Um, <laughs> man, it's just one of the things that make you scratch your head. Because it's like, well, it, it's heavy, man. This is, you know, but but when you think about it, so for me, it's like, well, ultimately, if I go to any counseling session, a couple's counseling, it's going to be like, well, you should communicate as the man. You should communicate. Because it's, it always talks about the man sets the vision, sets the tone. Um. For for the house, you know, write the vision, make it plain. But man, that's that's heavy. That's a loaded time. I'm sitting here and I'm as so many things come. And then besides the fact, I I got some very ADHD, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking of so many different things right now. Because I'm mean, I went back to Superman because <laughs> if you don't have a if you can't get to the sun, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and you're frustrated. You saw what happened in Justice League. Mm. They couldn't do nothing with him when he came back from the dead. It yeah, was like, dude, yeah. it wasn't until Lois Lane came and smacked him in the in the perspective, like, okay, Clark, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, but they was they was on their way out. They couldn't do nothing with him. So no. you don't want the 63 year old you was just talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it, it comes down on the responsibility of. I think the man, but at the same time, it's also good to have that help me or that significant other or somebody mm-hmm. like the Lois Lane yeah, yeah. in Justice League that said, Clark, this is not who you are. Yeah, yeah. This is not who you are. This is not what you do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You have all this power, but it has to be focused. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Focused yeah. in the right, in the right direction towards the right people. Because you think about it, you was talking about, well, this is why he's at work all the time. So we need you to be present here because you're always at work. So so what do you do when men fall short? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I heard a message once where they were like, they used a, a reference in the Bible where he's trying to get to, I think it was Bethlehem. And his wife was in the back pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, okay, do I drive the carriage to get us to where we need to be? I said we'd be here by a certain time. So I'm driving. I'm trying to get us to where we need to be. But at the same time, I hear the complaints. I hear the voices in the back saying, we need you back here. Mm -hmm. So now I got to stop driving and go to the back to spend quality time to make sure y'all okay. But if I'm back doing quality time, ain't nobody driving the carriage. Yeah, We're not moving. We're not moving forward. You know, so. Yeah, it's it's, it's a middle ground. It's, you know, it's got to be... Uh, you know, I always use the term that every relationship 
there is somebody who's the gas and there's somebody who's the brakes. Mm. And in order for this thing to really work right, a car needs the gas and the brakes for the thing to drive. Man. You know, if you're driving and you all gas and no brakes, <laughs> it's going to be a crash coming yeah. sooner or later. Mm -hmm. But if you all brakes and, and you're no gas, you're going nowhere. And so, you know, for a couple to be successful, it's got to be, we better learn how to drive. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so part of that learning how to drive is how do I let the gas be the gas? And how do I let the brakes be the brakes? How do I mm -hmm. let you be your best you instead of trying to take away from you? You know, that's the problem. We, we keep trying to take away from each other. Like, if you keep on, let me just take a little bit of this brake fluid off the brakes. I'm taking, you know, <laughs> you still go ahead for a problem. Yeah. Let this man be himself. You know, but the same thing with the woman. If if you, you're steady trying to hold her back being the brakes, then even if God sent her to you to be your helpmeet, you just put a whole fire out. There's no more mm -hmm. creativity left. There's no more thrust to help you. And then mm -hmm. if you didn't communicate the vision in the first place, she don't even know what to help with. Right. Because yeah, she's always true. asking what you want, what you want. Mm -hmm. I'm planning and planning and planning because you won't plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, a, a big thing there, again, you know, we... We say it's a heavy hidden topic because it becomes, you know, it's becoming clear that a man has a hard time at work and he's already battling with, I don't even like this job. This ain't my dream. Mm -hmm. This ain't what I would, this is not the American dream. I got stuck yeah. doing this and I'm a provider and so I got to keep doing it. Keep doing if this. I don't stop so there's a lot of dudes out there that want to rap or they want to do something else but they stuck in the opposite job than what they dreamed of. Mm -hmm. Somebody want to be a firefighter but they're a garbage man. Somebody mm -hmm. wants to be, you know, a beautician or a barber but they something yeah. else. You know, and so you're fighting that already and because it's an all-day battle, it's an all-week battle. Yeah, you've been in the boxing ring. You've been in, in the race. You've been in, 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 in a wrestling match. Mm -hmm. And so, so you're grappling with life and, and staying positive and trying to keep the, the glass half full mindset. So by the time you get home, we've identified, okay, I'm good with it because I'm choosing to stay in the game. I'm choosing to stay fighting this fight. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, nobody's making me right now. Sometimes I feel forced, but I just need to shake it off, though. I, I need to decompress to be able to get up and do it again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So all of that's okay. We've identified that on the family's part or the woman's part, it's not her job more than likely to be the one who communicates your need for you. She might not even know what she needs. She, she's missing it. Yeah. You know, and so... On, on top of that, not only is it is it not her need, I mean, her her responsibility, but it becomes very identifiable. I think that we need to be be able to set up some type of transition because that's the thing that we identify. We have yeah. to be able to communicate that I need a transition, that an in between space. Because we're builders, we're visionaries, so it becomes like, how do I create that in-between space, what that looks like, but then also, mm -hmm. how do I communicate to her that I need this 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 space? Because this right. space is the only way to get me to that space, mm -hmm. where you at. Yeah. I can be present, but I can only do it if I come through here. If, if I, I don't come, come through, through this door, I don't know who you're going to get. Man. You know...
which which version of me will you get? And it's and it's crazy because the two reality, p.m. version. I, man, I was choking somebody at two p.m. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? So it just depends. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to snap somebody's finger off at two p.m. Man, you know, just think of those sweaty hands. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it comes down to 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 communicating effectively, and of course, this is one of those veering off, but. It has to be a safe place to communicate. Oh, yeah. See, we it's all got the atmosphere. a whole other session Man, for that. It's got to be a safe atmosphere for you to come home and be able to tell her, hey, give me a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Without him or her or them getting upset. Like, yeah. oh, never mind. Don't worry about it then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then now you left feeling like, man, one, I didn't let the family down. I didn't let you down. I didn't let her down. I'm not holding up my end. You know what I'm saying? So now this crazy self-talk comes into play mm-hmm. and you're already frustrated. And so now you might get the crazy Superman. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? You might get the Superman black or whatever they call him. Yeah. I know they had a Goku black. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let me interject right there because so basically, so we identified that it's our responsibility to communicate our needs to the other person, other people in our lives. Not yeah. just our spouses, but we're supposed to do that to our family members. We're supposed yeah. to do that to friends. Like, Absolutely. hey, man, like, don't touch me there. Or, or hey, man, don't don't play with my money. Like, we communicate right, right. what we need because that's what makes the relationship pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But now you've identified a new area because all the women are out there listening saying, yeah, they must be stupid. Like, why come they hadn't figured out all these years that they are in charge of communicating their needs. Like, because they get it. They understand, like, oh, yeah, we all need a transition. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows that we need them here, but we know that we need them there, too. But, you know, can you leave work at work and do this, this, and that? But it's not like all the men in the world are stupid and have not been able to identify that they need some type of decompression and some type of transition period. But it's what you said, which is, but wait, I remember when. It's been a lot of years. It's been 21 years. But by golly, I remember I tried to communicate that one time. It was not safe. So when you say it's not safe, what is that? I mean, it seemed pretty obvious, but but what do you mean by it, it might not have been safe when you tried to communicate. Yeah, give me a little space. I so, need to get some peace. So when I say it, it be, being a safe atmosphere or a safe place to uh, communicate, meaning that for a lot of men to really be be open mm-hmm. and tell how you feel, that's a, that's that's showing vulnerability, which mm-hmm. is I feel like is needed and relate for a relationship to work. You got to be vulnerable. You got to be transparent to let somebody in. So. And when you do that, if it's not received in the way that you feel like, well, I'm, you know, it's almost like, well, I'm not doing that again mm-hmm. because I didn't like that response. Yeah. You know, so I tried to open up <laughs> and let you into a most sacred, intimate part of me. Like, man, I'm really feeling like this. I'm hurting this and that. And but but when instead of being received with with sympathy, with empathy, mm-hmm. It's received with, well, what? What is received with frustration? Yeah. <laughs> Coming right back at you like. Resistance. Now you, yeah, with resistance. Now you sitting up there like, 
hold on, what just happened? <laughs> Time my, out. My knees don't matter. Yeah, and that, yeah, that you begin feeling, yeah, yeah, you begin feeling that way. Like, I'm just, my, my, you know, yeah, my knees don't matter. I'm just, I'm just here, and it's like, I'm, I'm just your handyman. I'm like a robot. I'm here to be the robot of the house. Yeah. To yeah. provide, to do this, to do that. And, 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 and at the same time, man, I'm, I, that's why, man, stuff, you know, talks like this is important, man, because I'm sure some guys out there like, man, you hitting the nail on the head because for me, I'm just sitting here thinking, of course, here's another ADHD moment, but <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> um, I'm Now I'm looking at it like, so what about the people that never had that healthy man modeled in front of them mm-hmm. on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, or, or for the woman, even on the other hand, who didn't have that modeled in front of them. If you came up in a single parent home, so you don't know how to respond when the man comes home to unwind. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may have read about it in a book or heard yeah. somebody else talk about it in a message or on a podcast. But what does that actually look like? Because if that's something that's so uncomfortable and unfamiliar to you, mm-hmm. then it will be uncomfortable. And and if you don't feel like you do it good, a lot of times when we don't, if we feel, especially for men, if we don't feel like we're good at something and I'm like, okay. It's it it takes a special kind of person to be like, well, I'm gonna keep trying till I get good, you know. Yeah. But that's that Mamba mentality right there. That's yeah. that Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan stuff right there. I'm gonna keep trying till I become the goat in this. Yeah, and and unfortunately, there is something that we are good at. Most men are good at not asking for help because mm-hmm. it's been many, 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 many years that they have been invalidated. It's been many years of developing the idea of my needs don't matter. I'm a male. So it didn't start in in that current relationship. It started a lot of years ago with society, with other people, like what they were communicating to you. Suck it up. Put your big boy pants on. And so what a guy has become super developed at is the idea of ain't nobody going to fix this for me but me. And so... That's automatically contrary to therapy or going to talk to your pastor or going to talk to somebody. When we talk, it's usually a part of a little liquor moment. It's a, I'm just telling you, I don't expect you to fix it because nobody right. has ever volunteered to fix my problems. Mm-hmm. I've been trying, yeah, I've been having to fix my own problems and see if it work out from the time I was, you know, and we, we yeah. all got those stories. Nobody yeah. came to my kindergarten class to, to help me when the bully showed up. I had to figure out real quick, Right, I'm finna have to drop him or he finna drop me, but right, I gotta right. solve my own problem, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. never ceased. And yeah. so, like you said a little bit earlier, it'd be good you know, when you're trying to get to a place of peace, if this other person would be that for you, you know, like, what if she could just help me, like, usher this piece in? Yeah. You know, so that's one way of thinking. But I, I still think about Juanita Bynum's song. She say, you are my piece. Yeah. But she ain't talking about the other person. Right, right, <laughs> so right. She's talking back about, to, yeah, yeah. To the to, source. To the source. What, what is my source? You know, and so our other person is a bonus if if they can do that for us. Yeah. Those are the people who are healthy or they become healthy in therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think part of... What if you they know, having a dark Superman day? Yeah, because now you got, you know, <laughs> which puts it back, you know, and, and this is not harping on one sex or the other because mm-hmm. it's a universal topic. We could flip this and invert this and we, we could be talking to women today. 
really, because what we say, what we would say to the woman is, it's not his responsibility to fix you. He ain't your piece. Right, right. You know, he 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 could be your antagonist, but he definitely is not your piece. It's a bonus if he's your piece. Mm -hmm. Your source, you know, you're supposed to be whole, not disjointed before you even came in this relationship. And yeah. if you're not that, then yeah, we are urging you're gonna have to go to therapy, you're gonna have to get in some groups or mm -hmm. you know, something positive to begin to work your way back toward healing or wholeness. Cause if not, you're just gonna continue to break the other person and break those that are connected to you guys, yeah. you know. So, yeah. I would say this, you know, just in in, in closing, you know, um, I think there's a whole lot more uh, to be spoken of when it comes to the idea of uh, it ain't safe. Mm -hmm. You know, I think one of the rappers said, "It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe." <laughs> in the song, you know, that's that's how a lot of us feel. It ain't safe. And, and again, yeah, we super sensitive in that area because we've been doing this since kindergarten and first grade. We always had to solve our own problem. So it does not take much to turn us off or turn us away and make us go inward or go into withdrawal. So a right. man's number one problem is either withdrawal or it's anger. So these are the two dudes that y'all getting the most of out there. The mm -hmm. withdrawal, withdrawn dude or the I'm going to beat your tail if you keep coming at me that way, mm -hmm. dude. You know, and it ain't much middle ground. And so, like I said, you, you, we just got to work on that. So that that is kind of what we'll talk about a little bit more, uh, maybe going into the next episode or at least somewhere down the road. Mm -hmm. uh, how, either how to make it safe or multiple reasons why it ain't safe. I think we probably need to go down that road because I'm sure the women are saying, well, why come it ain't safe? Yeah. Don't we provide a safe provide zone? Some clarity for we we ask for your, your input in all things. Mm -hmm. Like you said earlier, yeah, easy said and done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but any any parting words that that uh, you know you any thoughts you got on on this topic of men uh, needing to communicate their needs or your home should be a sanctuary in peace or you know just what what or it ain't safe. But just what are you, what are some of your your highlights or your parting thoughts in this? Man, just um. Uh... You know, when you, you know, just as far as the home being your place of peace, it really comes down to, you know, setting, setting the tone by communicating that. And, and of course, these are things that should be done at the beginning stages of a relationship. But say you 20 years in like me. And as a guy, if, if you know, I'm just coming into the realization of what my true role is as the head of the household you know, then it's it's going to take getting outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Become comfortable being uncomfortable to the point where it's like it's unconsciously competent at it. So you do it, you do the uncomfortable, this is like going in the gym, muscle memory. You go and you hit them weights and it hurts, hurts like hell at first. I don't know, can I say hell on here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hurts like hell at first. But after a while, those muscles begin to grow and they get stronger and it gets easier and it gets easier and you and you're handling it better so um to create that ultimately to create the home as a place of peace it takes patience and it takes communication because and I say patience because when you communicate you got to give time time to work yeah yeah well I definitely agree with that um you know whether we're talking about trying to make your home 
uh, your sanctuary or your home, a place of peace, or whatever the subject is, you know, I think what I got from that last tidbit there is uh, it's going to take some development uh, and some time traveling in an uncomfortable place, mm-hmm. walking on an uncomfortable journey, doing some things you're not used to that you may not have seen before. And it doesn't matter whether we're talking about communication, whether we're talking about peace, whether we're talking about sex, whether we're talking about spirituality, you're going to go down an uncomfortable zone. You got to be able to willing to do that without becoming overly aggressive or attacking people, but instead having an open mind and being able to communicate along the way. It's going to be trial and error. There's going to be some times where you're going to make some some F-ups, some mess-ups <laughs> when it comes to what you said or how you communicated it. And yeah, it's going to, it might cause a little bit of trauma and you're going to remember it for a long time. You know, you get that scar tissue, but if you if you do not try at all, then the relationship is already over. You know, all of us who've been in long-term relationships, I assure you that we got some battle scars. And that's part of the work we have to do is to make sure that it doesn't become scar tissue. And instead, we're, we're constantly uh, uh, scaffolding that out and smoothing it and sanding it until it gets to a place of, man, we're very mobile and we made it through it. Yeah, it was a war, some battles along the way, but we're whole, we're healed, and we're still marching forward. Because mm-hmm. that's how it is. So... Uh, we appreciate you listening today. And like I said, maybe next time we'll get into uh, a little bit more of why it isn't safe and how to make it safe uh, for both people so that everybody's needs are met. Because after all, if we communicate our needs, then that's going to be the first step to reciprocity. And that's what everybody wants. So that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of The Clinic. All right. <music>